Welcome everybody to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast in podcast history, taking you through the pandemic. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. You're your co-host as always. We're glad you are here. This is episode two of the week and the eve of our live uh, Three C's coaching session, cocktails, coffee, or... Cohibas. Cohibas. I got to write this down. You have to get nervous to say the, right, the wrong word. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a fish. It sounds like a fish that I would order. I would like. Uh, is your is your cohiba fresh caught? Is it line caught? It is. Okay. It comes from Cuba. I'm gonna go. It comes from Cuba. I'm gonna go with the grilled. I'm gonna do grilled cohiba <laughs> with a side of a mango salsa. It does, doesn't it? It does. It does. Like I love that. it. What is the fish? There's a fish that sounds like that. Cobia. Cobia. Is there a cobia? Cobia. There's Kobe beef. There's cod. Oh, that's with a K. um, There's some fish that I feel like sounds like it. Well, how do you know Cohiba is not spelled with a K? It might be. Exactly. You have no idea what I'm talking about. There's no doubt about that. So uh, we're doing a live coaching session. Now, this is coming out Thursday. So tomorrow. So if you listen to this, you know, later, you're going to miss the session. So the date of the coaching session, this is a live coaching session with me and Bill, free for you guys, all you listeners, Friday, May 1st. 4 p.m. Eastern time, go to the website, advancedsellingpodcast.com, register there. You're going to hear us coach two or three people live. We're actually selecting from you, so you can submit. If you want us to coach you on a deal, uh, there'll be a place for you to do that, and you give us your uh, question a little bit about your deal. We're actually going to pull two or three members uh, up from the audience and coach them live. So that's uh, Friday, uh, May the 1st, 4 p.m. Eastern time with a cocktail, a coffee, or a cohiba. How to do Huh? Very Not good. You learn, you learn quick. That right. took nine times. <laughs> it's so true. So if you want to register, if you're not on our email list, you might not be getting the emails, of course. So you can go to advancedsellingpodcast.com at the very top strip. There's a yellow or green. I'm colorblind, but it's a bright color and it will have the uh, cl- the link to the registration box. So make sure you go there, advancedsellingpodcast.com and register for the program four o'clock Friday. Love Eastern. it, love it, love it. Love it. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the the whole idea of coaching, and we did our last episode Tuesday, Brian, on how to show up and be be good at being coached. Today, we're going to talk about uh, how to be a good coach if you're a sales leader or if you're a salesperson and you coach other people around your firm. But there is something that happens when you are listening to someone being coached that's different than if you just hear Brian or I answer questions. There's, it, it connects with people at a different place because probably, I'd say almost 90% of the time, if you hear someone lay out their situation to be coached on, it's probably got some similarity to things you're going through or have gone through or will go through. So there's a, I think there's a certain amount of connective tissue that occurs when you listen to someone being coached that you can apply almost immediately to your world versus just a lecture series where someone's going through a PowerPoint. So we, that's the reason we wanted to do this for you is we think it's going to have a whole lot more impact uh, we think last couple of webinars we did were good, but we want to take it a little bit deeper and, and have you hear us coach somebody. I think it's going to be helpful. going to be really good. And uh, today's episode, we talked last time about how to be a good coachee, which is the salesperson who's being coached by their manager. How do you be a good coachee? Today, we're going to talk to the sales managers. And so for you salespeople who think your boss could use a little help in the coaching uh, uh, world, forward this to them. You think your boss could be a little bit better coach? That'd be interesting. That wouldn't build with. 
say, uh, hey, take a listen to this. Maybe you can learn something, pal. Lady. Exactly. Yeah, I, wondered, I wondered how you were going to coach somebody well, to say that. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should retract that statement. Then. <laughs> so this is about, this is for the sales manager, sales people. Uh, good for you to listen to also. But this is how, how, how Bill and I would coach a coach. How we would say, and how we really work hard to try to show up uh, and conduct coaching sessions, which we do all day, every day. So, mm-hmm. I have, go ahead. Coaching is, it. it's an, you know, I never had any kind of formal training in it. I don't know if you did in coaching. It just kind of came to us. And I know you and I work together a lot and we, 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 we look at situations similarly and we brainstorm, but I have never had any kind of official credit accreditation or uh, schooling on it. But you learn pretty quickly what works and what doesn't. You learn after a lot of reps and we've had thousands of reps at this. So it, it is not something that's uh, an art that you can't master. It just takes a lot of repetition to, to get to the point where there's probably not anything that Brian or, nor I would hear that would cause a, cause a stumping. They, it wouldn't stump no, us. No. Now, some now. of the language might or your industry might, but in terms of situations you bring to us, probably nothing. And that's just because not because there's magic here, it's just because of the reps. Yes. Yeah. And because you'll see as, as Bill and I talk, there's a little bit part of the coaching um, process, like uh, my one of my gurus that Bill and I both like, Wayne Dyer, who we both got to see speak one time. He always used this phrase, it's in the room. That's what Wayne Dyer would say that before he went to give a big keynote speech with, you know, 5,000 people instead of worrying about a slide deck and is this opening right and being on cue. He would just like focus and meditate on it's in the room. It's in the room. And I think we both, Bill and I both believe that to be true too. We don't just, we just don't put any pressure around the process in coaching. So that that's not on my list, but that might be something for coaches to think about, you know, no, that's good. Yeah. It's trusted. So yeah, uh, I have so three, we have uh, three or four each. Yeah. Go ahead. You want to go first? Uh, sure. I'll go. If that's okay. Let's see. So uh, this kind of leads into that. So the first one I talked about energy first um, coaches need to prep their energy. One of the problems that coaches have is they tend to run, uh, really tight schedules during the week and the day. And they oftentimes are running into a coaching session from another meeting or another coaching session. And it's really important, especially if you're in that mode that you either a, you know, sparse your coaching sessions out. So you have some time, um, or have a mechanism that's quick, almost like a meditative thing where you get your energy square before you go into a coaching session. So the first it's energy first is rule number one on my list. Energy first that you as the coach, have got to understand how you're showing up in with your energy in the process. So good energy um, preparation for me and what I try to coach my coaches on um, is we, we coach with humility. Um, we trust a process. We coach to understand. We're not coaching to um, point out, point out wrongs. I'm not coaching to criticize. Um, I'm coaching to lift up. Um, I'm coaching very, I'm open and direct. I'm not, I'm not worried if I say something's going to hurt someone feeling someone's feelings and I'm not trying to hurt their feelings. So I also wrote down no expectations next to that kind of a thing that one of my coaches coached me on, um, have no expectations. I think sometimes we walk, we walk into a coaching session with a loaded gun. I don't think that's a good, good energy to carry with you. No, not at all. My first one. Those are all, those were like five, uh, gems there <laughs> all, all wrapped up. No, they all were all wrapped up into one. Um, can you go through those again? There was a lot there. All I had was yeah. energy first written down. I just started talking. So, okay. Just You're just rapping. Yeah. Just rapping. Just free, I'm freestyling. That's what we <laughs> call it in the 80s. Yeah. We're freestyling. Stream of consciousness, could, yeah. Brian. That's or? a good thing. Yeah. 
So as you, I have modified mine a bit <laughs> since you you gave me that. No, seriously, I have. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put one in front of my first one, and that is who who the coach is matters. You think I'm getting choked up? I just had a frog in my throat. Who the coach is matters, and and I think, like you said, Brian, who are you as you are entering into this coaching interaction? Are you calm? Are you clear? Are you confident? Or are you disheveled and you you've got stuff on your mind? Because if you're if you're a coach and you're entering into these situations having seventeen thousand things on your mind and your life sucks. You're not going to be a good coach. You're not going to be able to show up in a way that brings out that person's best. Mm. And I think that's a, I, I work with sales managers a lot in terms of the, you know, just leadership skills and that whole idea of, well, well forget about your people for a minute. Who are you? Who the hell are you? How are you showing up? I don't mean who the hell are you to be doing this. I mean, how are you showing up and are you really bringing your best game personally to the table so that when so that you're more receptive to what the the person says and therefore your advice is much better. Mm. So I I would I think that's kind of a side A or side B to yours is it matters who you are as a coach. It really does. And if you're right. if you're not in the game, you're not going to be able to help your your constituent. C's are wild this week. You, I wrote down three C's that you just said: calm, clear, confident. Because we're having uh, cocktails, cohibas, coffee, coaching, where we'll be calm, <laughs> clear, confident, and I added a fourth one: conscious, conscious. Oh, how man. much fun are we having now? You're taking it you know, way deep. You know why why this is interesting to me is because there's a C word going around that I have not said and refused to say. I will not <laughs> no say way. It. I know what you it know is. what it is. Nope. You know what it is. Nope. And I'm not gonna say it. So uh that's that really won't great. do. That C word will not no, do. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna do a video on it though. Drive me nuts. Um okay, so I just kind of gave away my second one I put down here, stay present. Stay present. And I find sometimes, and I have to work really hard at this in the coaching um when you've had a lot of reps coaching, meaning a lot of repetitions as a coach, you can kind of see where deals go. So you get asked a question and you get a deal set up and say, well, here's what's going on. I'm talking to this person there and you know exactly where it's going. You've been there a hundred times, you know, and that doesn't do the coachee much justice. If you leave in the moment and you go, okay, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Here's what you do. Cause you've answered the same question a thousand times. When I think of like, um, Broadway actors who I hope get back to work really soon, um, you know, uh, Les Mis or um, any big play that's that's been on Broadway for years. The one time I fly to New York and go to the Broadway play, it better be good that night. Right. And these actors have done these plays thousands of times over and over and over. And yet the one time I see it, they better be on. So you owe it to your coachee to stay present and let them go through their own process versus letting your brain disappear on them in the coaching session. Stay present. That's good. Number two. So it looks like our first three have really been about the coach's presence and state of mind mm -hmm. and state of psychology. That's good. Yep. Uh, my second one, number four here in the series is I always assume when a, when a, and this is, uh, maybe not right, but this is the way I do it. I always assume that the solution to the coach's issue, whether it's a deal strategy or whether it's a frustration of not making quota or whatever, is always begins on the inside and shows itself on the outside. So mm -hmm. 
you know, if somebody comes to you or I and says, uh, Bill, Brian, you know what? Uh, this is great. I'm going to be on the coaching call Friday. Here's my problem. I just don't have enough prospects in the pipeline, in the funnel. It's easy to rush to, well, you got to make more calls. You got to create more content. You got to do this. You got to do that. All external things. But I think a coach is worth his or her weight in gold if they point out the internal factors that might be at the, at the heart of this. Mm. And it could be, you know, something, and, and you're going to laugh, but some, sometimes we don't believe we deserve to earn a half million dollars a year. And so we don't prospect because we're happy with 50 grand a year and we blame it on the market and we blame it on the website. And we blame it on the, all the crap that we can blame it on that, but are all external factors when really it was because our self-worth was so low. We didn't have the, we didn't have the, the oomph to get us over the hump to do the things that we need to do because we have a deserving issue. So that's just one example of, but it's always an inner. I don't want to say that, Brian, because I might offend somebody and then it'll take me back to childhood when I got rejected and put in the corner. Whatever those things are, all those childhood traumas and all that inside garbage, and we all have it. Mm -hmm. We all have it. You and I have talked about Mm -hmm. it. I got it. You got it. We all Mm -hmm. have it. But if that's not being addressed by the coach, then you're not going to get sustainable blossoming growth because there's always that muck down there in the middle that won't break free. So as a coach, I always feel like, yeah, you can work on the external stuff, but you got to work on the inside too. Yes, that's great. And that I, I would tie that one back to your first one. You talked about the who is the coach has got to examine their own stuff, right? Yeah. And then their, their yep. version of what you're talking about. Um because if you don't do that, you're going to show up to the coaching session again, loaded up to, you know, point out wrongs and Just, flaws and something yeah. else. Like, eh. that's and to immediately rush to, well, here's what you say. Yeah. Well, here, here, just go say this. Yep. Go do this. Yep. And that's not always the answer. Okay. So this one's going to lead me. This is a statement and a question. The statement is, uh, if I'm giving coaches advice, which we are today, I think you need to leave every coaching session with precise instructions precise instructions. You should know exactly what to do or what's going to happen or what the person's being held accountable to. Very precise, not vague. Like, yeah, you know, you, you just, you know, keep working on your uh, conversations and uh, keep working on your questions and you're doing great. Not that, that doesn't help me. Instead, what I say is, here's what I want you to do. The next time you're in a call uh, and I want you to count the number of questions you ask, whatever that number is, I want you to average it out. Then I want you to add 20% to it. So if you average eight questions per call, I want you to, uh, 20%, uh, so I want you to ask 10 questions per call on your next five calls and report back to me. That's a thing. So that's a very, very measurable desired outcome sort of thing, precise instructions. Here's where I, so that's my, 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 mm-hmm. my I like that. So here's the question though. It's the old proverbial biblical Teach a man to fish or give him a fish. And I know that's a debate in coaching. Some coaches think the philosophy of you're the guide, let the person figure it out. You're the Zen master, you're the Yoda. You have to let them figure out their own problem. I, coaches take pride in that. Well, I'm, I'm not going to give them the answer. I'm going to let them figure it out on their own. And I, I hate that. I, I do too. And, I, and I, I philosophically understand it. And I like, I get what you're saying. People want to be told what to do and they need to be told what to do. They don't know what to do. And so I think we owe it these days to be more practical in our coaching to say, here's what you need to do yeah, and give them the instructions. That's my, so, but that's a debate, right? People say, well, you know, I don't, I don't give them the answer. I'm like, why not? Like, that's what they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you watch the NFL coaches, you know, they go to the player, uh, no, 
Your right foot hits on the 30. <laughs> exactly. Your right foot's got to hit right on the 30. Two seconds after, you're going to be, you know, it's going to be elite ineligible man downfield. They say exactly, they tell me exactly what to do. They don't say, well, try it out. We'll take a look on the film, you know, after we get a penalty to call them back a touchdown. They don't do that. So. No, I agree with you. I, I, I even uh, get annoyed with podcasts that I listen to where, where the guest does not give anything that's instructional or tactical yeah. or usable. Yeah. It's all platitudes. Yes. Don't If you're coaching people, don't coach in platitudes. It's not helpful. No. I've got a, a client who's a large company, a large telecom company, and I'm doing some uh, work with them and kind of helping them create some training. And the lady who is in charge of it said, don't give us platitudes because I know if you're going to change behavior, you've got to give people the behavior that you want them to change to. Yeah, They yeah. can then work it out in their own mind. You know, does this sound better with a V or an N or an N or a me and you or you and me? They can figure all that stuff out. But you, yeah. you And so if you're a coach, or if you're a coachee, this kind of goes back to that, and you leave a coaching session, you're about ready to leave a coaching session with an assignment where there's no instruction, there's yeah. no tactics, don't leave. Amen. Coaches, Amen. don't let someone walk out of your office without knowing the thing. And so I, my final one there is kind of similar. It's just play it out. So if I'm a coach and I say to you, Brian, here, so based on what you're saying, here, here's a thought. I want to give you some a, a language tract here to go on, and then we can talk about it. Have them play it back to you. Mm -hmm. So, Brian, you heard what I said. You filtered it through. T tell me what that would sound like in your words. Let's just play it back. Let's role play it. I'm him. You're you. Yeah. Let's go. Because what yeah. happens is when it gets played back, never the same. Very rarely is it the same. Because in the in the process, they have, the coachee has filtered it through their traumas and their inside and all the stuff that we talked about on last episode. And it comes out and the coach sometimes says, wait a minute, that's not what I said to say. <laughs> yeah. but, but at least you can work through it before, before it's game time. Yes. Really, really good. Oh, this is good. That's really good. Yeah. So those of you who, so coaches and coachees, join us Friday. Feb or February. See what COVID does. It what makes you lose track. It's like everybody's oh, retired. You, said it. you right? said it. I did. COVID. Oh, that wasn't the C word. Actually, that wasn't the one I was going to say. Oh, that is a I different C word. Okay. No, it's a different well, C word. I'll do. A, I'll. I'll tag you in a LinkedIn post. Getting I'm getting crazy. Yeah, Friday, May one. Friday, May the first, twenty twenty. 4 p.m. Eastern time. Go to the website, advancedsellingpodcast.com. Sign up for our coaching session. It's free. We're going to cut off at 500. We got we got sold out the last one. This will sold, sell out again. So get on there. If you're a coach, you need to join to learn. You know, you'll hear us coach. You can take some notes there. And if you're a salesperson, you want some coaching, you'll be able to uh, play along with us. So we're really, really excited about that. It's one of our favorite things to do. Our clients all tell us also of all the work that we do, that's always the most valuable is being coached and listening to someone being coached. Yeah. Is it is the word sell out appropriate when there's no fee to it? Oh, that's a great, that's a good, cool. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. It's a get, get we're going to fill, we will fill up. I mean, we're, we're probably limited to about 500. Oh, so Zoom there is no problem. problem. Yeah. I just want to make sure people know there's no fee to this. No, it's no. complimentary. It's our treat to you. Yep. So uh, go to advancedsellingpodcast.com and up the upper strip, you can register, as Brian said, and we'll see you on Friday. Talk to you then.